Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Shine, pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is now 8.03 a.m. You are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And it's Monday, November 1st. We have a great guest today. We have a developer. We have a man who's all in. You guys can get that part of the conversation. That was before the mic came on. Um, uh, coffee drinker? Is that coffee? Coffee drinker, fellow coffee drinker. Uh, that trail of superlatives, ladies and gentlemen, lead to only one man, Harish, our friend Harish. Good to see you, brother. Hello, hello. Curtis, thank you for having me over today. Oh, appreciate yeah. it. Yep. Uh, so we have a lot to talk about. Norma Peterson is here. Good morning, Norma Peterson, Jennifer Ryan Mayton, and Hoe, uh, excuse me, Jose Luis. Good morning to you as well. Um, how was your weekend? I was great. Uh, we had a really good fundraiser event for APS Training Academy on Friday. Okay. Um, it was packed, uh, so we had a really good reception. So after that, uh, Saturday and Sunday was mostly just sitting down and, you know, because it was a lot of uh, stuff happening, so yeah. mentally drained. So just yeah. sitting down Taking and relaxing. Taking it all in. <laughs> exactly. Um, so now we'll be talking about JH mm -hmm. Realty. Real Estate Partners. Real Estate Partners. Mm -hmm. And then we'll talk about APS uh, STEM Training Academy. Mm -hmm. um, both of those are really great ventures. And we appreciate uh, the work being done very much. And also for you listeners out there, especially you, Tracy Duran, you're going to learn to hear things about the Hobbs building, development, what was once 
dilapidated. That's the word of the day, dilapidated. Monica, if you'd be so kind as to let people know the definition of dilapidated, uh, but not, you know, but looking for development. Development is happening in some really great corners of the city. Um, so now you and I started off talking about the Hobbs building. Um, for those who may be un, uh, unfamiliar with it, where is it at and what's happening there? Yes, so the Hobbs Redevelopment Project, so it's a two North River Street. Okay. And the project itself constitutes a redevelopment of two North River, okay. six North River, and 12 North River. So these are the three buildings that are located between um, Galena and New York along the river. All right, all right. That's an impressive building too, man. That is an, it's a staple downtown. <laughs> it, yes, uh, it is an iconic building. Mm -hmm. A lot of Aurorans are, have, are based on the, you know, what's happening in Aurora and also the history. As, you know, uh, there's also a page for history. Yes, Aurora. Aurora then and now. Aurora then and now. Yeah. Just looking at the uh, messages, especially when it comes to the Hobbs building, is when you realize how many Aurorans are actually wanting to for, for the building to come back to its old glory. Yep. And that's what we're going to be trying to do. And, okay. uh, you know, no pressure for right. us. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll say this. You guys, uh, it, you know, uh, we, we wish you all the best and much success. Uh, but it doesn't look like you guys are trying. It looks like you are doing. It looks like you guys are actually doing it. Yeah. No. Yes, this has been a wonderful journey so far. Okay. It's taken a little bit of time, but uh, the progress that has been made so far, I think, you know, I'm really proud of our team. Yeah. Um, we're going to be restoring the dome, the historical onion dome yes. back. Yes. So that's going to be uh, something really exciting. And I hope a lot of Aurorans show up for that yep. when it gets back. Um, so it's going to be exciting, and so far the progress has been really good. Great. Well, we have a new camera, so when that happens, we will definitely be on the scene catching that, uh, catching that story. Um, so JH Real Estate Partners, mm -hmm. um, how did it begin? What's mm -hmm. its history? And uh, you know, tell us about it. Okay, so uh, let me go back down almost 14 years. Oh man, <laughs> coffee. Uh, yes. <laughs> So um, I moved to Aurora in 2007 uh, from down, I was living in downtown Chicago okay. and I got a job at Office Max, um, which was at Deal Road, uh, Naperville mm -hmm. and uh, Aurora was you know, very convenient for us and we were in the verge of, of setting up our, you know, from a family perspective. Mm -hmm. So it was time to move to the suburbs. All right. <laughs> And uh, we were, we both the wife and I decided Aurora is the best place to be, and we moved here in 2007, right? Yeah. Um, then I'm also a poker player. So <laughs> <laughs> that's why the word, the term all in. I knew <laughs> we were going to be friends the that. day we met, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I um, used to play, come here to the casino okay. to play poker. I uh, don't play any other game but poker in yeah. the casino. Mm -hmm. So I don't have a gambling problem yet. <laughs> uh, so when I uh, used to come here, so either before I go in or after, I just used to stand right on the bridge, you know, facing the river. I used to wonder. I mean, this is such a beautiful in you know, a downtown with the river flowing right through it. Right. Uh, we have uh, a neighboring city which has a creek which is doing extremely well, but we have a river. So my thoughts were, if an, if it, if I'm in a situation to to invest you know, from a real estate perspective, this would be the place. Yeah. So that that was in 2007. Um, flash uh, flash forward 2014 is when there was an opportunity for an investment. Okay. So 37 West New York, which is the uh, currently Usamba, yes, was our first uh, venture. Um, uh, and then within a couple of months in 2014, uh, also invested in um, 56 East Galena, which is currently French 75. All right. Now they were just in the headlines because they had a wonderful uh, Halloween package uh, night, which was well attended. Yep. Well yep. Attended. Yep. Uh, Hope and Braden are awesome. Nice. So they really transformed that uh, that space. So in 2014, these were the two acquisitions. Okay. And. Um, Somehow, um, things were not as conducive from a business development perspective sure. uh, after these two acquisitions. So uh, I just had to, you know, 
the notion to, okay, maybe we should wait. Right. Uh, and 2018, the opportunity presented itself where it was pro-development, and uh, that's where I reached out to my partner, Jay, who okay. was uh, big in the restaurant industry, right. uh, has multiple franchises, and I told him that this is this is the time. Right. We need to get in right now. Strike while the it, iron is hot. Exactly. And that was the birth of JH Real Estate in 2018. That's great. That's great. That's a good story. That's a good story. We can uh, definitely support that. That's an excellent story. Bianca Camargo, Dan Guerrero, Anna Custom Treats, Aisha Saxon, Jose Luis Brito, good morning to you as well, dear sir. Oh, man, look at all of you wonderful, motivated people. Oh, goodness gracious. See, this is what it's all about right here. It's 8.11 a.m., and we are here talking um, talking development and highlighting what's good in our wonderful city. Uh, I just want to take a brief moment and punch in a little bit of news. Our friends of the Copley Theater have uh, renovated downtown, and bold series are now announced uh, in that newly remodeled space. Paramount Theater last week announced the four shows that will launch the bold series, according to Tim Rader, president and CEO of Paramount Theater. Quote, after nearly two years since we originally supposed to launch, since we were originally supposed to launch. Okay. Let's sip it up, everybody. Mm. Ah, it's Monday and we're, we're motivated. So you can forgive us. All right. Let's try that again. After nearly two years since we were originally supposed to launch our bold series. The time has finally come to lift the curtain on an exhilarating and new storytelling experience. Uh, the Bold Series will offer intimate, professional live theater experiences that are unexpected and thought-provoking. With the two-year, $2 million renovation nearly complete, officials said the theater is an intimate venue with 165 new seats and a new lobby bar. Oof. The Bold Series will feature Sweat, Lynn Nottage's Pulitzer Prize winning contemporary drama about life in an impoverished American Rust Belt town from March 9th to April 24th, Hand to God, a darkly humorous shocker from May 25th to July 10th, Fun Home, the Tony Award winning musical from August 3rd to September 18th, and Bull, a Love Story, a world premiere drama about a Mexican-American man who returns to Chicago to find a family who has moved on in a neighborhood he no longer recognizes. That'll be from October 5th to November 20th. For more information, go to ParamountAurora.com. Very cool. Very cool. All right. So we've got art. We've got development. We've got JH Real Estate Partners. Now, uh, so we'll stick with the hops because it's it's still a beloved building. Um, now, the corner, I, I noticed that the, uh, so the, the corner of the building, which is River and Galena, uh, there's an open space in there. Open space in there. Uh, boy, that's gonna look great when it's done. That's some. That's some life. I still see the exposed brick on the outside. Mm -hmm. um, any plans to paint the building, change colors, or anything like that? Or so uh, painting the building uh, might not be possible um, because it's a historic building. Okay. It is, it is important for us to retain the existing brick. I see. But we can, you know, sandblast it and make it look cleaner, and you know, uh, right. that's definitely an option. Okay. Uh, but you know, after five years, we can do whatever we want. Okay. In terms of, you know, if you want to apply paint and all that, it's it's definitely an option. Okay. But you know, we so far, you know, we we want to just maintain the historic nature of the building. Sure. And uh, so that's not in our roadmap. I guess no. But if Everybody in Aurora wanted to be painted, then we will definitely <laughs> consider, consider it. Nice. Um, okay, now APS, mm -hmm. APS uh, Training Academy. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that. So APS Training Academy is a non-for-profit institute that was started last year, okay. uh, late last year, um, in memory of my mom, uh, to continue her legacy of giving back to the community. Okay. And this organization is it's basically to provide free technology training in the STEM STEAM arena mm -hmm. to the underserved communities here in Aurora. All right. And the goal is to empower communities to to stream education to stream education. That is absolutely wonderful. Uh, the young people of today, with all of the. Uh, all of the benefits of technology right off the bat 
uh, I mean, we the iron is hot to use that for, that phrase again for a new generation mm -hmm. of thinkers, mathematicians, engineers, people who can uh, contribute to society and humanity for many years to come. Um, now, I, I've looked around, and with the exception of our friend Simon Rodriguez with the city of Aurora and some of their youth activities, you and he are the only two people who I see doing that kind of thing. Um, I love that. I love that. How hard is it to? How hard was it to get off the ground and and, and get uh, going with it? So uh, the, the ribbon cutting happened uh, in the end of August of last year. Okay. And our first class was in October, uh, okay. based on you know g making sure that the infrastructure was ready. Right. Uh, so we started in October. I mean, it was still peak COVID around mm -hmm. that time. Uh, so initially, the the uh, attendance was you know not as much as what 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 it is right now. Right. But again, we were sending the word out, and through outreach, we were trying to still make sure that you know we had we have uh, we had enough students. So we partnered with a couple of organizations, including uh, World Relief. Okay. Yeah. So where we were providing. Uh, technology training to the refugees who were uh, who, who were present here in Aurora. Okay. So it started off with that, and then we also, you know, um, got a lot of uh, support as well uh, from the city of Aurora, mm -hmm. um, the CIO, Mr. Michael Piggies. Uh, Shout who, out, Army veteran. Shout yeah. out to Mr. Piggies. Yep, and uh, and uh, he basically had uh, contacts with this company called Tinkerworks. Yes. That provides uh, STEM kits. And uh, we started providing that that training uh, for both uh, the couple of programs, one for grades one to one two three, as well as grades four through six, where you know we provided a robotics training as well as uh, um, uh, STEM kits, right? Which is called Art Alive and uh, Rovabot. These were the two programs. Correct. Yeah, that we were providing to them. So this is technically done by Aurora uh, Steam Academy, and we are the uh, implementers. Got essentially. it. Now that was now you guys. Those were uh, I mean those were early days of Good Morning Aurora still, but I I keep we keep our ears to the street, and uh, yeah, we were happy to report on that. We were happy to report on that because I think that uh, sh shortly before the Tinker. Excuse me. What's the Tinkerworks? Tinkerworks mm -hmm. uh, was announced with you guys. We had Simon Rodriguez on the show uh, not too long before that. That's very cool. Much success. Yep. Much yep, success, yep, man. Yep. Now that is at that takes place at Two South Broadway. Yeah. Two well, South Broadway. Well, also, we since the entrance is on the Galena side, we we you know it's one hundred five East Galena. Aha! That's right. See, these are the key things because I don't want anybody to go there. Hey man, come on, Roar said it was two South Broadway. Like I'm sorry, y'all. 105 East Galena, and in the fourth floor. Fourth floor. Mm -hmm. All right. See, the power of posted notes. Always take notes and write things down, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Uh, now, what's the hours and times, and how does one? Uh, how do we get involved with uh, APS for those who want to send youngsters? Absolutely. So we have our website, which is APSTrainingAcademy.org. Okay. And all the information uh, in order to you know be a part of the organization is there in terms of volunteering, uh, donation, everything should be in there. Uh, but as far as the times are concerned, we have different classes. We are also providing um, Google Workspace courses for adults. And uh, we're also partnering with the Kane County Sheriff's Department to provide computer literacy classes. I saw that. Right, yep. my man. Yep. Yeah. So, we got you hanging in the news right now <laughs> on the on the uh, outside. Yeah. 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 So uh, so that's uh, that's going to be between um, ten to twelve. Okay. Right? Uh, there is a possibility for us to potentially go to the Kane County Jail uh, during between two to three p.m. Uh, to provide uh, courses for the returning citizens. Right. Uh, and then our uh, for the students, most of our classes start from 4:30 to 6:30 p.m. Okay, uh, that's because you know they they have to finish school and they have to get back. Sure. Um, so that's basically you know we have start courses starting from 10 a.m. all the way up to 6:30 p.m. Oh, that's great! That is awesome. That's awesome. Congratulations, man! Big time! It's, Big uh, time! <laughs> yes, yeah, so you know. All this is you know, possible, been made possible because of the excellent team that we have.
right. so I just wanted to mention that as well yeah um, team is important I think one of the other things that is important is that um, so so you mentioned this was in the context of the JH conversation uh, you mentioned that I believe uh, in 2018 you felt that you know it was the city was more conducive to business mm -hmm. Seems like we have a city that's that's willing to to work with the you know if you're trying to do something and, and make it better and build it up it seems like we have a city administration that's helpful. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, that's one thing. That's exactly what I what I meant. Yeah. Um, again, nothing against the previous administration or course, anything sure. like that. It's not nothing bad that I want to do. Sure. Know, no. 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 Take yeah, out of no. this. Um, but yes, in, uh, since 2018. Um, we actually went really aggressive. Uh, JH Real Estate Partners, where we went ahead and acquired around 13 buildings Good. in downtown Aurora. So again, that's the word term, the term "all in," yeah, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, we were we were wanting to make sure that we acquired key properties right in downtown Aurora that also had parking facilities within 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 sure. ELS in a block because we were. Or saying as things are improving two years three years five years from now and everything changes parking is going to be a huge deal yeah so because that people was are a, going to be coming here it, it, it's it, going to be popular it, right. exactly so from that perspective that was a big factor uh, but overall uh, you know to address your initial question uh, the support has been amazing yeah um, and uh, we're fortunate yeah I uh, and the, the where I came up with that was that question was because um, you know I told you where I lived once upon a time downtown I lived right around the corner from that I could see half of it from my windows um, and I have pictures that I used to take of downtown of New York Street when I lived on it Restaurant Row and there was nothing Mm -hmm. And I look back at these pictures, and then stuff started coming. Mm -hmm. So even I can tell. Nothing against any previous administration. I don't know what you know they were, but I mean, I've always seen Aurora as a great town mm -hmm. with which to build on, and it seems like that building uh, started getting kickstarted around 2017, 2018. That's when I started seeing it. So kudos yeah. to the city. All right. Um, all right, the time is now 8.23 a.m. You are listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. So we are here with our friend Harish of JH Real Estate and uh, APS STEAM Academy. Monica, if you'd be so kind, would you take us to a commercial and let us know what's happening on the local level here in the city of lights? All right. Good morning, everyone. Don't forget to please subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date on all of our content. There you can also watch all of our interviews and receive notifications when we go live. I'll be sharing that link with you all in our chat. Tuesday, November 2nd, the Rotary Club of Aurora will host a blood drive from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. This will take place in the Holiday Inn Express and Suites Mobile Coach 111 North Broadway next to the Aurora Transportation Center. Walk-ins are welcomed but making an appointment is always recommended. Every donor will save up to three lives. A mask and ID are required. For more information and to schedule a time, visit the link that I'll be sharing with you all in our chat. This Friday, November 12th, which is not this Friday, um, November 12th, which is next Friday, uh, from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., Bardwell Residence, located at 63 South Broadway, will be featuring cocktails and conversation. Um, cocktails and networking will be at that event. Come see what Bardwell is all about. To RSVP, you can call 630-892-5790. November 5th will be the first Friday for November, and friend of the show, Jose Pais, will be showcasing art titled For the Love of Frida at Charlie Silver Spoon Creamery, located at 6 East Downer Place. Shout out to our friend Jose and Charlie's Creamery. The flyer will be shared on our social media. All right. Much appreciated. Thank you very much, Monica. Um, so the weekend was fun. We had a pet parade. We had trick-or-treating. Uh, you had the ball, uh, the masquerade ball, correct, at uh, City Gate Lane. How did that go? And how did it feel, first of all, first question, besides how to go, how did it feel having an event 
to highlight and celebrate the activities? Uh, to be honest, it, it felt overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was our first masquerade ball, our first fundraiser. Um, mm -hmm. So it was quite the event. Um, it yes, it, it <laughs> felt amazing. Again, it boils down to the team right. that we have, uh, where in spite of, you know, it, having an event where you max out the space of uh, 250 people, uh, it's not easy. Uh, and kudos to the team for making sure that the event went as seamless as, you know, as, right. as possible. No gremlins. Uh, no yep, gremlins in the mix. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And a lot of the participants were very surprised that this was our first annual fundraiser and this was the first time where we were having an event yeah APS training Academy um, and the response was amazing uh, all the all, all the guests who were there they you know they mm -hmm. they did a great you know they really donated uh, and were really appreciative of the fact that they were there and, and wanted to be a part of a greater cause um, I yeah, as I mentioned, I saw some some pictures, and boy, it looked like a it looked like a shebang. It looked well attended. Yeah. I was looking like zooming in, like whoa, what a nice yeah. event! Exactly the yeah, everybody you know wore, wore wonderful costumes, attires, and you know the, yeah. we also had a fashion show as yes. part of the event. So I saw that it was overall, a catwalk yes. going down. <laughs> yeah, we had a ramp and everything, so it was an amazing experience and amazing event. Anna Sierra says, congratulations. Thank you very Thank much, you. Anna Thank Sierra. You. Better Rick, good morning to you. Greg Ellsbury, good morning, dear sir. And Cheryl Brownell, happy November to you too as well. Um, okay, and then did you do any trick-or-treating with the fam? So I basically, you know, just uh, after everything on Friday, I yeah. basically shut down <laughs> during the weekend. Uh, Sweatpants all yes. day. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to, you know, uh, refresh overall. But... Yes, the the my my two girls okay. are thirteen and eleven, and uh, they didn't want me to be a part of uh, you know they're going to be having fun on their own along with their friends. Yeah. Oh, and, dad, uh, get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's uh, I did not offer, and they did not ask. So gotcha. I just uh, chilled kids. out, chilled out at home. Yep. Yeah. Uh, do you have now? You weren't at the parade, but do you have any pets? Are you a pet? Person. We're coming off the heels of a very pet exciting weekend, man. People are still sending dog pictures to me. Thank you for the dog pictures on Instagram. Curtis, to post this like it's like a day later. Yes, uh, we do have a pet. His name is Leo. Okay. He's an, he's an amazing guy, and we love him. So yeah. he's a, a year and a half, and uh, just uh, he's a very you know a people's person. Um, wants to be all, always seeks attention. I mean, you know, yeah, wants to be petted all the time. But we love him. Good. Um, so now, you this all started basically. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you had mentioned you were at Office Max, which I have an Office Max question for you here in a moment. Um, but it's all started basically. You're standing on the bridge, that New York Street Bridge, mm -hmm. taking a look as a river runs through it. That's the title of a movie too, so you know that was a good idea. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and you had your vision and what you were thinking about. How's it going? Is it going according to plan? Yes, absolutely. Um, again, it has been a journey, right? Um, sure. And uh, but end of the day, in terms of reaching the vision, uh, it's definitely progressing towards that. And uh, again, the way I the way I looked at it is you know, based on the initial, you know, starting off from standing in the bridge, right? Um, looking at the river. To as to, to today, November first of twenty twenty one. It's 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 been a while, right? It's fourteen yep. years. But based based on uh, the plan, right? The the key was to acquire these key buildings, right, in downtown Aurora. So we own around one hundred thirty thousand square feet, right in downtown Aurora. Right. The goal was, I mean, previously, I think based on research what had happened was there was a one or two developers who would come in right and they would develop their buildings but still there were a lot of other buildings that were just you know as is yeah so the the vision over here was to acquire these key buildings where you know we are the ma we we're we going to be the masters of our own destiny right wherein you're Can not you going to be again? master of your own destiny right so uh, where we do not want to be reliant on other developers, 
uh, where we would take matters in our own hands. So at that point of time, that's where we went aggressive in the acquisition of all these buildings, right? right? And, and then what we noticed was after our initial acquisitions, other developers came in, right? Um, like, oh yeah, yes. always, and, always. And, always. We, and we need that, right? right? We need that. It's not possible for us alone. Mm -hmm. We need other developers to come in and, and, and you know, uh, bring all their talents and, sure. uh, and revitalize downtown. Sure. But from our perspective, we were ready to uh, not necessarily rely, uh, but take matters in our own hands and uh, do what we can with all our buildings. That's right. And uh, we were positive that that's going to have a really good impact. A closed mouth does not get fed, ladies it, and gentlemen. It, it, exactly. Um, so now things are going according to plan. How much of a how much of a um, how much did COVID affect the plan? COVID played a, a role, uh, definitely a, a huge role, especially in terms of the construction costs and stuff like that, right? right. Where the materials prices costs skyrocketed. Uh, but again, you know, these are things that you cannot plan for. Sure. Right. Um, so uh, from our perspective, we just wanted to make sure that we were able to sustain during that time frame. Uh, which, which fortunately we were able to do do so. Um, and once you know things started getting back on track, we were able to start uh, where we left off. Um, now, the Usamba building, uh, there is a uh, a back walkway back there. Um, now you mentioned was it thirty seven and thirty five. It, the Usamba building is in 37 West New York Street. 37 West New York Street, okay. Um, now, we, we we did talk, that's Restaurant Row, that's what it's known as. Um, any plans for new restaurants that you can share with us, perhaps? Uh, so, as far as Restaurant Row goes, um, we have already have some good restaurants and mm -hmm. good establishments over there. Uh, so, there might be... Uh, there was initially a thought of uh, combining 37 West New York and 35 West New York, which is a building right next to it. Uh, but I think right now there might be potential interest for that building uh, by another restaurant. So, but I don't know the details of that. Got it. But as far as Hobbs itself is concerned, uh, there is a potential for an Italian restaurant, high-end high Italian restaurant to be a part of... Uh, our community, downtown community. Yes, and uh, I once interviewed, and I always give this gentleman a shout out on this show. I once interviewed Alderman Carl Franco. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he, I one of the things about doing this job is that you ask people, I ask people questions and I get information. Carl Franco lit up when I asked him about restaurants. And he, he lit, and I encourage anyone to watch the interview. It's on our YouTube channel. Uh, watch the part where, where we start talking about restaurants and food. Um, he mentioned that uh, he had a, he had a desire to see an Italian restaurant in Aurora at some time. On 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 that front, he was the main, one of the main people. So right. whenever we see each other, like okay, you you know that you know right. We need an Italian <laughs> restaurant. That's right. And uh, for this new Italian restaurant that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. He's been the main champion. Great. And he's played a role that is great. In, in making sure that we are able to meet and talk. Right. So uh, kudos to Alderman Carl Franco. Yeah. Thank, and uh, he, again, this is something that he passionately wants and Definitely. believes in and he wants it here. Yeah. And he's following following through. Now, I think when we talked about the, uh, we talked about the uh, coming into downtown aspect. So one of the things the city done is they've been, um, Heavy with art and placing murals at our in, at our incoming intersections coming into downtown. Uh, so, the Aurora mural, for example, on Galena when you're coming in, right there by Lake Street. The Alabrijes mural on New York. Um, when we get all this traffic and everything, the intersection of Galena and Broadway, right there, that's also coming back to life as well. Um, and that's JH, Real Estate Partners doing that. Uh, let's talk about that beautiful corner because it's it's looking better and better every day. Every day. Y yes. So as far as 105 East Galena building, which is the old Aurora National Bank building, right. 
Uh, I'm sure you guys would have noticed the mural. Uh, mm -hmm. Thanks to uh, Jennifer Evans for you know facilitating that, and yeah. that signifies what we are trying to accomplish right in that building because that's where we are offering our STEAM courses. Right. Right. So that's our technology building right there. Uh, when we acquired it with zero tenants, right? It had no. The building had no tenants. Right. Oh yeah. Do right now. We, where we just have one floor available. Every every other floor has been rented out. So we have Neotech, and you know, we have a non-for-profit. We have a, 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 a realtor company in the eighth floor, right. uh, Sheena Cells. So it's, and we have da potential data defenders that have signed the contract, which is a cybersecurity company in the second floor. It's a lot of things have been happening, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and as far as, from a murals perspective, it's just amazing. If you come, when you're coming down on Galena, uh, after uh, crossing, uh, is it Lincoln? No, uh, LaSalle. 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 After crossing yep. LaSalle, and you see the wonderful mural over there, uh, it just uh, signifies where the direction that we're going overall. Um, now, I like that, I love that mural, and Neotech, this is their headquarters. Aurora, is that was that correct? It's it's their their, their headquarters is in California. Okay, uh, right. This is one of, one of their satellite offices here in Aurora. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, because I was aware, um, I do remember that ribbon cutting. Yep, yep. That, that day when that opened up, that opened up to much fanfare. That was really cool. Yeah, that was in 2019. Nice. Um, okay, so let's talk. Let's talk Aurora stuff because I have to get you on the record with a few things here. Mm -hmm. Now. When you hang out and you go downtown and you like to eat something and you're looking for a bite to eat, where does Harish go? Where would you recommend and shout out to our listeners? <laughs> uh, my favorite location is La Quinta. Okay. Um, uh, again, this might, how do I sound humble? But, <laughs> uh, because <laughs> if I, you I can't, would, then just go ahead. <laughs> I would like to think of myself as a humble person. Uh, but th there's a specific dish called the Harish dish. That they have at La Quinta. Okay, that's which, all right. Uh, <laughs> I have a usual at Treadwell. I walk in there, and nobody else gets it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, it just brings back memories of me when I was growing up. The food that I have, and they specifically make that on request. Nice. So uh, that's the place that I go to um, for for food on a regular basis, um, and for libations. Um, now that French Seventy Five is open, that's where I hang out in the corner. Yeah, and. Uh, just de-stress and hang out there. You know, I must say now, so that building, uh, for and, and for those of you guys who are familiar and perhaps unfamiliar with it, you know, it has a, there's a, uh, I think an apartment or wherever upstairs with the, with the window that juts out, the one big window. Boy, from seeing it as not much, mm -hmm. to seeing it now, every time I come out of the City Hall walkway, Water Street Mall or whatever, and you get to Galena, every time I look right there, I'm like, Wow, that just looks like that screenshot picture of it. Just it doesn't even look like Aurora sometimes. Like it looks like some little fancy bistro. It looks nice. Like that's a good one. It 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 yes, absolutely. And uh, again, shout out to both uh, Hope and Braden mm -hmm. for completely transforming that location. Yeah, uh, it's got so much character. I would uh, encourage all Aurorans or anybody even outside of Aurora yeah. to go take a look. Yes, I recommend the Jamaica Almond if you go there. That is my personal, that's my personal favorite. Braden, Braden got me on that one one night. <laughs> Mine is uh, City of Lights. So, <laughs> Oh man, it's a great place. Okay, um, so now the time, the time is now 8.39 a.m. And at this time, Monica leaves us and goes off to class. You can just, yeah, it's, yeah, it's good right there. Yeah, that's good right there. Uh, Monica leaves us and goes off to class. Monica, we hope that you have a wonderful day, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you have a Thank wonderful you. day. It was a pleasure meeting you, Monica. Nice Thank you. you. Thank All you right. so much. Let me hit the clap for Monica as she goes. Okie dokie. So now, um, one of the things that I had, we interviewed, um, we interviewed Rachel Ventura last week. Mm -hmm. One of the questions I asked her was how she maintains a healthy work-life balance. Uh, so same question for you. How do you maintain a healthy work-life balance? 
Um, so this is where I would attribute a lot of, you know, from a, a work-life balance, that's something I believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where uh, my wife plays a huge role in helping me with that, uh, again, in terms of responsibilities and all that. Uh, but this is something that, you know, having worked in corporate America for more than 20 years, uh, this is something near and dear. And I want to make sure that both us as a family as well as our team is able to, you know, uh, um, is able to have a good good work-life balance because that is important both from a uh, health, from a physical perspective as well as a mental perspective. Um, so again, there might be situations where you might have to go uh, you know, all hands on deck and put in the hours yeah. when necessary, but it's important to take a break also and refresh and for the longevity of whatever you're doing. So yeah. we're big proponents of that, um, and I practice that as well. Yeah, um, because I, I'm, and I'm sure, man, I'm, I'm sure that, you know, from the day of having that vision and, you know, and then COVID and everything, and now coming back to life with all the stuff we have seen going, I'm sure that sometimes it has to be like, overwhelming but you 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 do a good job you do a good job thank you curtis again it is a a, a, you know it's it's been that you go through moments where you just want to you know uh not crawl out of bed you just want to go into that fetal position i know yeah pull the blanket blanket (laughs) and remain in that position can somebody Um, else answer this text (laughs) right so that's the life of an entrepreneur. Uh, a lot, uh, a lot of them only see the, the 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 flashes, the good things, right? Right. They think uh, it's all yeah. your own dish at La Quinta. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, but you know, we go through a lot of trials and tribulations. But the key is to persevere and stay on course because right. uh, I'm always a big believer that if one door closes, a better one opens. Amen to that. So we just have to remain the course. And so far, I mean, from a vision perspective, we're redeveloping all the buildings and our biggest, uh, you know, once we're able to get, you know, good restaurants, truly international restaurants, this is going to be the destination. That's what we want, right? And if anybody on a Friday or a Saturday or during the weekend want to figure out, hey, where do I want to, where do I want to go? They mm-hmm. should think Aurora, and we should have all the spots uh, to make it a truly international destination, right? Meaning, yeah. it should have different cuisines. That's the goal. That's the vision. No, I uh, I share that. See, that's that's the Parish man. Well, we know each other. Look. That's the. I feel the exact same way. Mm-hmm. But I feel that way and have felt that way as a resident, as just a citizen, as an Auroran. I want the same thing. I want this. I want it to sparkle, both in terms of the buildings and the people. Mm-hmm. And um, I used to go to Leland Legends mm-hmm. when it was uh, there on the corner. Of what what is now Altiro? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Folks should come out of the Paramount and they should go right or left and be treated with uh, all kinds of all kinds of great things. And we're slowly we're slowly making that happen here. Um, so, you know, kudos to you and and just all the stuff. Here's the next question I got for you. What did you want to be when you were a kid? I wanted to be an uh, an air pilot. When I was growing up uh, in India, uh, that used to be, uh, you know, something whenever whenever I used to mm-hmm. see the planes, I'm like, I would like to fly those. <laughs> so, very young in my life, uh, flying and flying was a passion of mine. Okay. So, yeah, that's to answer your question. Uh, and India has a reputable air force, boy. They've got uh, yep. they've got a a well known and uh, a great a great air force. Um, and now here we are in twenty in twenty twenty one. Um, you've done a lot. You accomplished a lot. There's still a lot more to go. Um, who've been your mentors along the along the way? Uh, from a mentoring perspective, I you know again it's more like a a, a partnership slash mentorship thing. Right? Yeah. So my, my partner Jay uh, has some. He's a person who I I lean on, and we have conversations. And likewise, if he has something going on, he would like to get my feedback. So that relationship, I would say, is you know truly you know where we care for each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
it's very difficult to have such a you know I've, I've had partners before uh, but in this particular case I think uh, and he would agree as well that both of us are fortunate to have uh, each other right. as business partners and uh, I look at him as also a mentor from a business perspective he has a amazing business acumen mm -hmm. um, I'm, uh, I'm more of a out in the hey this is the vision and you know yeah uh, let's try to implement that and but he's more of the nuts and bolts Harish, yeah, that's good, yeah. but, you know, from a practical perspective, you know, we need to cross these. Of course, uh, right? yeah. So yep. that combination, uh, I think, has gone a long way. So I would uh, consider him uh, a friend, of, a friend, philosopher, and guide to me. Yeah. Now you do, um, I've, I've, you, you do have a uh, boots on the ground aspect to you. I mean, I've seen you. On the ground, in the with with the pe I've seen you out there with the with the people. So, you know, yeah. yeah no, yeah, that, that I would attribute it to my grandmother um, growing up in India, um, coming up from humble beginnings, um, at, and that's something I'm conscious. Uh, in spite of how you know all the stuff that we're doing, we I want to make sure that I don't forget where I came from. And that's that. That to me is really important. Yeah. Um, and that particular, uh, you know, that that humility and being humble has been inculcated uh, very early in my life uh, because of my grandmother hmm. growing up in India. Um, do you still? Do you have still family in India? Take trips? Uh, so after my mom passed away two years ago, yeah. um, the trips have not been uh, happening. Uh, so my dad has moved in over here with us, okay. me and my sister. So I have two sisters. Uh, younger sister lives 10 minutes away from where I live, right. and my older sister is in New York. And my, my, my dad is uh, living uh, with us, either with my sister sometimes, with, uh, with, with me. Yeah. Um, that's an interesting contribution to make. Um, you know, from, you know, and mentioning your grandmother and everything. Uh, so one of the things that I've been fortunate in in life, and I look and I, I do try to instill a, a piece of it in what I do, even with the show. Like, I've, I've been able to travel. And uh, I've, I've been able to see places that the average American, you know, I, I, I don't think, you know, we've got some... We've got areas in, in America and in Aurora, certainly, that could be better, where there is poverty. But I think that a lot of Americans have not seen or been overseas and seen what life is like in other countries and how an American's worst day here could still be favorable to other people in other countries. I mean, it, you know, they would love to have our worst day here. Um, and I try to and I, I, I try to pay it forward as much as I as I can. Treat people right. Get on their level. You were so when there was the um, challenge to change event at the uh, bank building in the parking lot, you were out there. You're out there and and seeing trying to do things and help people. I don't think that that's been that hasn't happened enough in life. I don't think so. I don't think that's happened enough in life. So I appreciate that about you. I appreciate when people who who can do for others do for others, um, because there's people who just own properties and that's it. Thank you, Curtis. Thank you for your kind words. I truly appreciate that. Right. So yes, I mean, there's one aspect of the from an economic development perspective, right? Developing all these buildings. Yes, that's while that's good. Uh, what truly gives meaning to my life is the people development aspect, right? How 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 can we uplift even even if it's one life, right? Yeah. And th that that quality was, you know, I, a lot of times I've mentioned about my mom, yeah. right, and her legacy. Uh, I, we even have that on our website at apstrainingacademy.org, right? That that part, you know, there's a saying, right? You come with nothing, you go with nothing. Right. In the meantime, if you have the opportunity and the you know, capability to give back, I you should, right? And uh, technology right now, we, we spoke about technology being, and especially in the next 5, 10, 15 years, that's going to be the forefront of, you know. So, exactly. And it's made to seem a lot more intimidating and overwhelming than it actually is. So if we are able to 
break it down, make it simple and provide it as an option for these kids, for these families or for anybody who wants to give technology a chance, and uh, right? We want to do that. Yeah. And uh, luckily, uh, fortunate to have the means to give back. Right. Uh, and as long as we're able to, we will continue doing that. But that's a core, core, core principle. Yeah. Uh, that we want to follow. But thank you for your kind words. Yeah. Um, so the uh, so the Kane County Sheriff's Office and uh, working with them for uh, computer liter uh, literacy for you know returning uh, individuals. You know, that's also something that when I see your name on the flyer, when I because when I get those when I see those flyers and I'm part of that new little newsletter and everything, I look at who's involved and who's helping sponsor that because I I, I work with a lot of senior citizens in housing, and you know they 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 email me and call me and stuff and hey can I fax you the papers and can I no. We're in a digital age now. We are in an email age. They don't have an email address. <laughs> Large sections of our current population, returning individuals, are going to be left behind or are currently left behind. And they're vulnerable people. You know, a person who's returning to today's society from doing 10 years or whatever the case may be will be potentially left behind. And, uh, you know, so talk about talk about that um, for a little bit. You know, we can we can actually end on that because uh, Judy Dawson is a great person and she's been a big help to Good Morning Aurora as well. Oh, absolutely. Right. So this is where I want to give a shout out to two individuals, um, Andy Cousins, as well as Kelsey Cousins. And, uh, and I have, uh, you know, I, I say this with, you know, 100% confidence that mm -hmm. they have been the main driving force. Uh, it's important, right? You can have a vision, you want to implement stuff, right? But in terms of execution, having the right team is the key. Yes, and of course. Having both Andy and Kelsey day in and day out, right? Giving in their all and then them being passionate about giving back to the community and putting in those extra hours goes a long way from a fledgling organization that started last year to where we are, where we've impacted more than 700 lives. You need to have the people. You do. And Look, and, Monica left. Yeah, look at me yep, now, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, so I'd like to thank both of them from the bottom of my heart. And, you know, we have all good tutors, right, like Melissa, David Smith, uh, and Julian. Uh, Simon Rodriguez has been an integral mm -hmm. part, right? The CIO, Michael Pegues, right? And also the support of the mayor. I mean, yeah. everything we, you might, you need, right? Yeah. All these, and Chiquita Hardburns, all the older women, Chiquita Hardburns, who you made sure that we we had the uh, the main Baptist church, right, available, and mm -hmm. she's been an integral part. These are all key players in making sure that we are able to function efficiently and and do more. Right. Uh, so I, I'd like to give a you know shout out to them. And we're also, the key is having the ability to, you know, provide this to people who need it the most, right? So we're partnering with Mutual Ground as yes. well to provide, you know, for uh, victims of domestic abuse so that they have technology as an option right. for, for, you know, so that they have some confidence in, hey, I can, I can stay, I can live, you exactly. know, uh, be independent. Exactly. Um, uh, world Relief, we're, we're having conversations with Hesed House. Mm -hmm. so, this is how you know you you want to make sure that this reaches people who need it the most. Right. And uh, so far, we're blessed, we're fortunate uh, in having this impact, and uh, we want to continue having as much impact as possible. Like I said, economic development is one aspect, but people development is something that we truly believe in, and we want to do our best. Yeah. And continue until the uh, my last breath. That's right. All right. Time is 8.54 a.m. All of you great people. Tracy Duran, hello to you. So much is going on. This is a great conversation we're having with our friend Harish. So we've got, uh, we've still got, holy cow, the time just, it flies, my brother. The time flies. We have six more minutes left. Okay. Office Max. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> so... Because when you said that, I just from meeting you and talking to you in the short span that we have known each other, boy, I can't see any office man. I, I I like 
I can imagine you'd be a good man to work for, but um, take me into take me to the first day of Office Max, and then the last day of Office Max. Absolutely. So, uh, 2007, I think it was August. I'm not sure of the exact date. Was mm -hmm. when I joined Office Max uh, as a consultant. Okay. Uh, uh, my speciality was databases. I love data. Yeah. So I have a master's in computer science specializing, specializing in databases. So I joined there as a database consultant and uh, within six months I was uh, asked to become the, a database manager uh, and, and leading 12 people and you know, who used to manage databases for more than 5,000 stores. Oh, right. uh, so it was a wonderful journey until 2011. Uh, where there were conversations about the merger with Office Depot and uh, there were some uncertainties and whatnot. So right, sure. Uh, that's when I decided to see if I can move on to a different uh, challenge. So yeah. that's when I moved to Discovery, the Discovery Channel. Really? Yep. Uh, so, oh, man. <laughs> so uh, I was the director for their backend uh, database, data, data analytics, and stuff like that. Oh, I love Discovery for, Channel. Oh, my God. That's yep. the greatest, most uplifting news I've had so far. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Mm -hmm. uh, keep going. Yeah, please go on. So, yeah. So from 2007 to 2011, I was at Office Max. And then from uh, 2011, 2012, Discovery uh, until 2016. And I went to United Airlines. I was a chief architect over there for a couple of years. And uh, since then, you know, I've been doing consulting here and there because I still love technology. I run a technology company called APS Data Technologies that specializes okay. in uh, data analytics, machine learning. Okay. So that's something also that I'm really passionate about. And uh, yeah, it's been a wonderful journey so far. Um, so the time is 8.57. Um, and the show ends on a positive note. Um, what would you say, so two things, what would you say to the, uh, to the youngsters who are coming into or going to be our next generation of leaders, thinkers, and potential engineers and mathematicians? What would you say to them? And then what would your message be to the people of Aurora today? So we'll start with the youth and then everybody. Okay, from a youth perspective, you know, I'll just take an example. I had a conversation while coming from Treadwell mm -hmm. with Monica. I was really impressed, right, where now she's doing a, a master's in public administration, mm -hmm. right? And I asked, what is your aspirations? I mean, I know that I was the person who was going to be interviewed, but I wanted to get her perspective. Right. And she believed in giving back to the community and that in terms of helping the refugees get settled. That told me, that gave me the confidence that the youth Right, right, right now, there are so many of them who are, you know, wanting to be a part of giving back to the community. Right. I was so happy to hear that. So there's nothing that I'm going to that I'm going to tell you guys because you, you know, they're already there. Right, right. I just want them to persevere and continue, and you know, things will happen. Money will find its way. Yep. So that's one thing I'll say. As far as all Aurorans are concerned, uh, all I can say is. Thank you for all the support, and I would I would only request to keep continuing to support us in everything that we're we're trying to do over here, especially from a non-for-profit training academy and all that. So, if you're able to provide this information to others so that they can avail this resources that we have available for them, we would really appreciate that. I mean, outreach is important, and if you guys can uh, recommend Aurora APS Training Academy, we would really really appreciate that. That's awesome. All right, so the time is now 8.59 a.m. We appreciate everybody for tuning in today. This was a uh, great interview with our, uh, with our friend Harish. Um, so tomorrow we've got more news for you guys coming up. And, uh, you know, it's Monday. It's November 1st. So let's do our thing and make it a uh, absolutely wonderful day. Now, Monica is not here, so I will have to end the show on my own. But uh, as I always tell you wonderful people, take care of yourself and each other. Thank you so much, Curtis. Not a problem, my brother.
Thank you.